0: Okay, so, fights this week, we've got uh, UFC Vegas 64, uh, the U- Life from the Apex, it's um, it's an interesting card, the headlining fight is pretty good, Mariano Rodriguez against Amanda Limos. That's quite, that's quite an interesting one, there are a couple of decent fights on here as well, I'm going to break down a few of the fights that have just jumped out of the page at me, and uh, I'd just break down the fighters, what they do well. Give you some background information. It's more—it's MMA for dummies. This, this is like if you, it just so that you, can, if you want to learn a little bit more about some of the fighters on this card, then stick around. I'm starting off in the heavyweight division the heavyweight division uh chase sherman taking on josh Perusian. and this is actually uh, you know it's quite an interesting fight this one is going on to my patreon okay so this one is a patreon exclusive so if you would like to see this breakdown head on over to the patreon the burt locker on patreon now thank you moving right. on to the next you've got neil magny 26 and 10 taking on daniel rodriguez 17 and 2 this is in the welterweight division that is 170 pounds now neil magny He's one of these guys, he's been in and around the sport for a very, very long time now, he's been, he's been, he's fought, he's always been the perennial kind of gatekeeper, he gets up to a certain point and then usually loses and then works his way back again, his style isn't the most fan friendly, like it is, he's very busy, he works well. He he occasionally gets to finish, but not often. He usually what his but his huge his biggest strength is that he doesn't have any glaring weaknesses. He's very good in every area, and his cardio is very good. He's got a long frame, and he fights long very very well, especially using deep kicks up the middle. That like in a nutshell, like Neil Magny is the perennial kind of you know. Content, well he's not contended for a title so i couldn't even recall him a contender he's 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 been in the top 10 i don't know how many years he's been in the top 10 but it's a while it's a, it's a good while because he's just so good but he never quite gets to that next level and it's and the real question here is daniel rodriguez daniel rodriguez 17 and 2 daniel rodriguez i like him he's a bit of a kind of wild card he's not as well rounded as neil magney his boxing is probably better and also he's got like a cage tattooed on his chest with his birthday and everything. I love that. Uh, Daniel Rodriguez looks like the bad guy in a typical MMA movie. That's what he looks like. And you know what? He is fun to watch. He's beaten some good people in his time as well. He got, you know, the win over Kevin Lee. Uh, he got the win over uh, Mike Perry. And for me, he's just, I don't. I think he might struggle with how well-rounded Neil Magny is. As like I said, like in boxing range, Dan Rodriguez. His strengths are that he, like he, the kid can box. His foot works pretty good. He does have some good low kicks as well. He throws out the low calf kick, or at least he did in his last fight. He seems to be evolving slightly, but his main bread and butter is his boxing. His one-two down the pipe is just tremendous. It really is, and it, it's very crisp. He, and the cross should help him negate some of the reach of Mag- of Magni because Magni's got like what a four a six inch reach uh with his hands four inch leg reach and that's going to be playing into how Magni fights. If you've seen Magni fight before, you'll know that he likes to stick on the outside. He goes in, he usually goes in with a teap kick, sets up with a combination. And he, the, the combinations are usually long as well. And he's very good at staying out of range. It's going to be quite difficult for Daniel Rodriguez to close the distance because... Uh, but like I said, the, the cross might help him negate some of that because his his one-two, his, his cross in particular, rear hand, is very, very good. Now... When you look at it, like Magny, he lands a lot of less significant strikes than um, than Danny Rodriguez. When you look at Rodriguez, he's actually very busy on the feet. Seven point seven five significant strikes per fifteen minutes. That's that's uh, that's that's pretty good. Like that's per, that's per minute, I, I think. Anyway, Magny lands uh, much less. So for me, but also Magny doesn't. It, it, they're not significant strikes, but he will land volume. But you've got to bear in mind that. Daniel Rodriguez probably does hit harder and when he hits, like I said, they are more significant and damage is weighted far more heavily now. They changed the scoring system. Damage is now scored first. It's a primary scoring um, criteria, which is important to note here, especially when you've got one guy that is known for just being a bit more impactful with their strikes going against somebody who is more of a point striking pitter-patter in Neil Magney not not no disrespect intended at all but he does tend to do that. He, he will outwork his opponents and try and get the decision. And that, for me, is where I think this one is going. Because the other, the other stat that I'll draw your attention to is that Daniel Rodriguez really doesn't wrestle a great amount. Generally speaking, 0.2 takedowns per 15, whereas Magny does mix it up. He gets 2.31 uh, per 15, and and that's uh, that. He he at least threatens with the takedowns. he have got about 50% accuracy on his takedowns, which has been brilliant. But actually, one in two isn't bad. So. For me, I think Magni's going to at least threaten with the takedowns, he's going to draw reactions out of Daniel Rodriguez, who will want to that- boxing range, Magni won't let it get into boxing range, he'll be kicking from the outside using the teep kicks to the gut to, to keep that range uh, like in his advantage, threaten with the wrestling maybe even get a takedown here or there I'm taking a Neil Magni decision in that one, but it should be a, a pretty fun contest, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because it'll be quite a strategic one that one I think, and then you've got the main event, Mariana Rodriguez against uh, Amanda Limoche I love saying that, Mouche. so 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 uh, you've got 16-1-2 for Rodriguez, 12-2-1 for Lee Mouche. Now, the tail of the tape here, you've got a a 2-inch height advantage for um, Rodriguez, but the reach is exactly the same. And when you look at these guys, they're both very similar in their careers. They've got a, a similar amount of fights, a slight edge and experience to Rodriguez there. And... Stylistically, they're quite similar as well. They're both from Brazil, but neither of them tend to go to the grappling very much. Now, I don't see that Limouch has any qualifications in submissions in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I don't see a belt grading there. I might just not be looking hard enough. Uh, Mariana does have... Marina does have a purple belt, but Limouche does tend to look for submissions more because she does have three on her record, including the guillotine over Michelle Watson the last time out. This one should be a kickboxing feast, honestly. It should be really, really fun. For me, the difference in the striking is going to be the leg kicks. Limo, she just generates so much power in the leg kicks. Like when you look at the, I've got, i have some videos running up here. Even the ones with, um, uh, oh, what was a. Andraj, sorry, what do I blank on some of the most famous people's names? It really bugs me. Anyway, uh, Jessica Andraj, even though she lost that fight, some of the like you watch the you see the leg kick that uh, I just put up there. The 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 reaction that she drew out of Andrade was like you know, you could tell those were really, really hurting. And it's and the leg kicks is something that she goes to a lot, and it's really it's a great technique. She goes very low to the calf, and they're so impactful. They look like they really hurt. Now, Marina Marianne, she um she does. She does use leg kicks as well but they're nowhere near as impactful so Marina's going to have to be careful when she's exchanging leg kicks with somebody who throws as much power as amanda lemosh now lemosh she's just she's just got more power in every area i think that is fair to say the edge in power definitely goes to amanda lemosh but marina she does have a slight slight reach advantage so she could, it, she, her, her key to victory, she's going to have to try and keep Amanda Lemos on the outside and maybe even kind of grapple with her. But the problem that I've got with her striking style is that Maria, Maria, she tends to just telegraph a bit. She When you watch her, she goes in and she kind of lunges up here. I'll show you now that like there's a, she lunges in against Jan here and Look how off balance she gets. If she does that against Amanda Lemos, Lemos is going to grab that neck, get a guillotine on, and it's going to be over. That's one way that I could really see this one going. For me, I think that Lemos will be able to take, she'll be able to stay away from Marina's punches. And once she lands a few of those leg kicks, it's going to be even harder for Marina to stay away from Lemos, which is what she's going to have to do. Lemos, she hits so hard. She hits so hard. She's, She's got a lot of knockouts on her record, and I, I I could see a knockout as well, but I'm gonna cover off the submission because, as I said previously, I could see Marina swinging going off balance and then finding herself in a spot of bother with Lemo Lemo she's clearly got a good squeeze on her because she you know she's gotten those guillotines before, so for me, I'm taking double chance. TKO slash submission for Amanda LeMosh. Um but either way, that's gonna be it's gonna be a really fun fight, and I'm looking forward to it because it should be a feast on the feet, theoretically, because both of these fighters are very similar and they're both fighting to try and be the best in the division. It's a it's a really terrific main event, and I would say definitely tune into it because stylistically these ladies will put on a hell of a show. I'm looking forward to it. So, the odds on all of the bets, they're not up as of the time of filming. So, I will be uh, just, I'll do a post or something. I'll throw it up on the Burr angle on Instagram. You'll see it. It's got my uh, logo on there as my face. I will usually post up a picture of my accumulator on there let me know in the comments what accumulators are you putting on i really enjoy seeing what bets people are putting on what odds you're getting so let me know if they've if you had any bets last week that came off i really love seeing it so uh yeah if you could like and subscribe as well really appreciate it and i'll wrap these up next week do a recap we'll see who wins who loses who's moving up who's moving down and until then keep those odds long and those bets terrible